This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chipper is here. He's on the Twitter machine at Chip Scoggins. He's in the Star Tribune on a regular basis. He joins us every Monday throughout the year at this time. He's on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, great to talk to you again, my friend. It um, it has been three weeks since we last chatted, and near the end of our last conversation, we talked Lindsey Whalen, mm-hmm. and we talked about a lot of what you would end up writing and a lot of what people have been saying. You know, this is before the firing, that where's the progress? Where's the hope? Where's the plan? Where's the path? But we both seemed to be in agreement at that time, and then you wrote it, so you backed it up that one more year, this recruiting class, see how she supplements it, let's see what happens with the transfer portal. And, yes, she got the job because she's whaling. You can make the argument she's getting more of a chance because she's whaling. She is whaling. Let's just acknowledge it. So in the end... Because you're not buying this mutual agreement. I'm not buying this mutual agreement. What do you think now, a few days afterwards, caused Mark Coyle to know that was logical? Let's see what happens with this touted freshman class in the second year. What do you think caused him to say, enough is enough. I'm going to be ahead of what most people are expecting. You know, Chad, the only thing I can think of is that he didn't think it was going to get demonstrably better next year. That there's the old saying, if you're going to have to make the decision inevitably, make it today versus tomorrow. And that's the only thing I could come up with because I think generally speaking, and I felt this way in this case, that if you're going to go through a season where you allow, where you rely on freshmen and you play them extensively and you allow them to go through the, you know, kind of the baptism of it and get beat up and take their lumps and have success and go through this. Well, generally speaking, you're going to allow that coach to come back and see what it, what you gain from that the next year, right? See if Precisely. you can build on that and, yep. really, and really take a get a rebound from that. So for him to not allow her to have that opportunity tells me he was thinking about this all along and that from what he's was watching, he doesn't think the coaching part of it is going to uh, get any better. Um, I was surprised uh, as Poorly as they played in that game, and it was alarming, Chad. I mean, I, I, yeah. I know you probably didn't watch it from the beach in Hawaii, no. but it was it <laughs> was not. bad, man. It, it was, That's what I heard. It was bad, and um, 
But even so, I, with the kids they have come back, Maura Braun and Battle and that group, I thought she would be given at least one more year just to see if she can get it, you know, turned significantly where you felt like, okay, this is going somewhere now. Is it also possible that, like any athletic director, they're out, they're, they're forced to think ahead, and that he thinks there's a name out there, a singular name out there, who will come here now, and he's worried if he doesn't land this coach, that if he waits a year, said coach may have landed somewhere else or may not want to come to this place. That very well could be. I mean, and we know, and, and I can tell you, Mark Cole, this is not just a cliche. He legitimately has pieces of paper at his home office with names of, of coaches he would be interested in in every sport should that you know uh, possibility happen. Um, I know in football he really, really wanted P.J. Fleck. Now, you could say with everything that was going on with Tracy Clays and the, and the boycott and everything there, that gave mm-hmm. him the opening, but he wanted – P.J. Fleck is his football coach, and no matter what happened in that ball game, as as great as the Gophers played against Washington State that day, um, the decision was made. He was he was moving on and, and going to try to hire Fleck. So so that could be a possibility. Um, I don't know that. I haven't heard any kind of rumblings uh, along that way. Um, but I wouldn't dismiss that as a possibility. In addition to, uh, yeah, probably right. him thinking that you know I've seen enough from from this uh, staff to think that it's not going to get better. Let me be a, a direct about Coyle, who seems like a very nice man. Does he realize how horrid he is at press conferences? Does anybody tell him, Mark, you have to actually answer maybe one or two questions. Stop with the obsessive word salad. Chip, because yeah. you know your colleague dragged me around, I've been around sports figures for a long time in this town. I'm not talking confrontational or just a jerk. We both of us know those names. We've got a list of those names at our houses also, okay? <laughs> but it is stunning. I mean, I was just getting back, and I watched it again. I'm like, Coyle, can you just answer one question without the circuitous route? He wouldn't answer a single one and I wish somebody at the U would say, Mark, come on. If, if, if you're going to make this decision, you've got to give some direct answers. This isn't just anybody you're firing. It's one of the five or six most well-known athletes in this state the last 50 years. Yeah, he's much more forceful behind the scenes than obviously uh, yes. he is in front of a camera. Agreed. He's just not coming. And I've known Mark for 20-something years. I go back to when I was the football beat writer, he was the marketing guy and I got to know him then. So I've known him um, and have a good relationship with him in terms of just, you know, being able to chat with him and, and um, knowing each other's background, but he's just uncomfortable in those settings. It's just not his clearly not his expertise. And I think he goes out of his way and to a detriment to try to not hurt feelings, to try to spin it in the best yes. possible way and just kind of talk you in loops. Um, so he's not, you know, hurting anyone's feelings or making them, you know, the situation feel inflamed. But it's like, you're the athletic director. You're, the, I don't know if you're the face of the athletic department because your coaches typically are, but you're the boss. You're the number one. Uh, That's it. The number one. You're the boss. So you have to, pro- you have to project, uh, you know, and articulate the mission, your, your, your decisions, good and bad. 
and do it in front of a group and do it more often than he does when we hardly ever see him. Um, whereas Joel McCurry, we talk to every day. Um, yep. There has to be a happy medium there. He has to be more visible, and I don't know he's ever going to improve in those situations because it's sort of his personality. He prefers to be behind the scenes. He'll tell you that straight up. He doesn't like being out front. He likes to work, work behind the scenes, but the job sort of requires you to be out front, you know, 100%. More, than, more than not. So, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that will change, Chad. I just think that's kind of his personality. Yeah, I don't think it's going to. Let's pause. Let's tie this to what's happening with the men's basketball team, and let's talk about uh, domino number one with the Vikings with Eric Kendricks leaving. It is just the start. Our guy Chip Scoggins will put him on hold. Dave Harrigan, let me ask you, would you like me to talk about K&S right now, or should we wait till next break? You Your can, call. You can do that right now, Chad. That sounds fantastic. My friends at K&S, they have been in this business for a long time, okay? I've been with them for nine years. So when they say it's their biggest furnace sale in 35 years, you better pay attention. We're not done with winter. We found out last night we're not done. So how old is that furnace? Is it eight? Is it 10? Or be honest, you have no idea. This is a phenomenal time to get pricing not seen since 2020, okay? Specially priced match Lennox systems are selling every single day. How do they do it? By simply replacing your furnace and air conditioner, okay? Do it both at the same time. You'll get the furnace for the incredible price of $2,995. Guess what? It gets even better. In addition to these prices, Qualified buyers can also take advantage of a 0% interest for 18 months. What are you waiting for? Track them down online, ksheating.com, or call them, 952-697-4328. Right back with uh, Chip Scoggins from the uh, Star Tribune. We'll get to multiple news items at the bottom of the hour. Gopher uh, men lose last night to a, what? Okay, Wisconsin team. Nothing, nothing really better than that. Uh, I would not say okay. I would okay, say below average. Below okay. Very, very poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very poor. Well, for yeah. for their standard, yeah, yeah. You're, you're for right. their standard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well below their. Is guard in trouble by any chance? No, I don't think so. I mean, I know the fans are unhappy, but I mean, he's won what two Big Ten titles recently? Is that right? Yep. I mean, he's he's had some success, but it's just uh, the way this team has played. I mean, I think they were eight. They only had eight Big Ten wins coming into that game last night, and they just – I guess they're going to be a tournament team. I don't know. They, it sounds like they were on the bubble going into last night, but uh, they're very average, I would say that. Yeah. The AD surprised us in football. That's the only reason why I uh, said it. Yeah. So, Andy Greeter, I think gets credit for this, with uh, Battle looking to play pro basketball, I guess in Europe, because don't even start with me on the NBA right now. Come on. Yeah. Um yeah. And uh, Cooper going somewhere else. So Ben uh, lost Dennis Evans, and I continue to hear from smart people. Again, let me be clear about this. They would take Dennis Evans. Yeah. If anybody thinks Dennis Evans is a program changer, that the the multiple smart high school observers say he's not that. He's going to be a very good player. He would help him, but he's not like, oh, man, Dennis Evans turned anything. But they lose Evans. Now battle, now Cooper. They get the good news on the kid that you wrote the story about, and I just hear from a family yeah. of my, from a 
very good friends of mine who play uh, with Isaac and his brother. They just like you rave about him as a human being, the whole family. But yes, it's not much better with the men, right? So it just leads to that broader question again. Why does this keep happening with these two programs? I've said this so many times, people are sick of it. So when Mark Coyle is saying about, you know, uh, programs, we got everything here that anybody would want, well, yeah. stop. I mean, they haven't finished about fourth in the men's side since 1982. And outside of Waylon and McCarville, the women have done nothing also. So why aren't they at least respectable or occasionally better than respectable outside of just outlier years for decade after decade after decade, Chip? Um, we should be somewhere for a beer because this is going to take about five hours to, to go through. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, asked, I, asked, I asked Cole that question. We've seen programs change their fortune pretty dramatically pretty quickly. Uh, yes, sir. Across all the college basketball. And I said, why does these two programs continue to struggle? And he said that's the question he asks a lot. Um, he doesn't think it's facilities. He doesn't think it's institutional support. But, Chad, you cannot tell me that every coach that has come through here and failed is a terrible coach, right? There's something systemic or something that's preventing this school from being good at basketball consistently, not just a couple pop-up seasons. Um, I think it's a lot of factors. I think it, I think it is coaching. I think it's recruiting. I think it's, um, you know, we can have the debate. I don't think Williams more. helps them nearly as much as a lot of Minnesotans believe. It's not a huge detriment. But come on, when they're when they're trying to get a good recruit, and they're bringing that recruit in, and a lot of times lately, well, for the women there's two thousand in there, maybe sometimes there's a thousand in there, and for the men sometimes there's six or seven thousand, or then in the summer, when there's nobody in there, I'm yeah, sorry. Listen, I, I had so many great memories in Williams as a kid. It's a dump. They should move on. Well, I do think I do think Athletes Village negates that now, or negates some of it, because before they didn't have a practice some of facility. It. They had that yep. little court there in, in, in the old thing, but now they have this beautiful, and that's where the players spend most of their time anyway. They're, they're, that's that's where fair. They get their shots up. That's where they practice. So I, you know, I, I don't. It's not a you know a hard excuse for me. Um, so that, I think there's many many reasons for it, um, but I, I look at Ben. And he basically did this year what Waylon was trying in year five: play a bunch of freshmen, take your lumps, and then build on that. Uh, getting the Isaac Osama kid from Cherry, I think, is a huge deal. He won't be here for you know two years, but he's uh, yeah. everything you've heard about him is absolutely true. Great kid, great family. I think Gopher fans are going to love him. Ben, absolutely, one hundred percent. No other way to say it. He has to be better in the portal. He has to bring in guards yes. that are legitimate Big Ten guards. I mean, the guys he are bringing, he's bringing in are not Big Ten caliber guards. They're just not. Nope. And I don't no. care if they're good right. players at lower levels. It's not going to translate, and we're seeing that. Nope. And so I like the freshman uh, bigs that he has, Payne, Ola Joseph. Um, I think Carrington can be a player for him, uh, a guard, but he has to get a legitimate point guard in here who has college experience. I think he needs three portal guys that are legitimate Big Ten players. I agree not, with you. Well, we hope they can play at this level. The guard play was abysmal this year. You're a hundred percent right. Okay, let's go. Let's go to the purple. Um, if it's before last year, the thought that Eric Kendricks was going to play his last year would have been laughable, right? He may not have been 
the 2019 Eric Kendricks, but even in Zimmer's last year, he was awfully good. And last year, how many times on a Monday did we both say, what's going on with Kendricks? Is he slower? Has he just hit the wall? Or is it possible they're just not using him right? So today they cut the cord. It's $9 million. He conducted himself A-plus. For a lot of his career, he played as an A. He was a person behind the scenes they absolutely raved about. I I don't know. I'll be very curious because he'll be pursued and he'll go back to a four three team. I'll be he's the number one guy who leaves, and I'll be curious to see did he just like all players hit the wall or did they just not use him right? But I think people still need to realize there's yeah. three or four significant names that either are gone or huge pay cuts coming. This wasn't just the start of it. This was this was beginning yeah. of a long experience, which is coming up over the next 10 days. Yeah, and I think people are going to be realistic about that. I mean, uh, it's, the, it's the way of, of the NFL. You get to a certain age, you get to a certain stature, and then you get a little bit older and you make too much money, and it's a young man's game, right? And I agree with you on Kendrick's. Um, I think it was probably a combination combination of age and uh, maybe a bad fit for the scheme. Uh, but I was thinking about this when I saw they, they released him. It's like, if you're a fan, other than they didn't win a championship with him, but he is what you would want and hope to get from players. A really yeah. good player, an all-pro player, who was an incredible ambassador for that organization and did a lot of great things in the community, uh, was a leader, exemplary uh you know player in terms of doing stuff in the community and and social engagement so uh i think vikings fans should tip their hat applaud eric kendricks and wish him well because he uh he was a great player for him and and i think it's just the business of the nfl it just makes too much money for uh the production that he gave and so they they moved on fair point and well stated because you're right he lived up to everything texture points out something about gopher baseball and I've known John Anderson for a long time. His track record is great. But back-to-back years where yeah. they weren't close to their standard, and now they haven't won a game. I think they're either 0-10 or 0-11. That's another story with gopher sports. It's never going to get the pub that football is going to or hockey or basketball. But John's probably facing the first scrutiny he's ever faced during his entire run. Yeah, and I, I've known John for, again, 20-something years and uh, have just an immense amount of respect for him as a person. Same. And Absolutely. And what he's done. He is a, as good a person as you're ever going to meet. Um, I agree. You're not going to find many people that don't like John Anderson. I hate to see it kind of finishing up this way and the team, the program struggling. And um, we'll see how much longer he goes. But it's tough to see because he's done such a great job keeping that program, which is a hard place to win at baseball. In, in the yep. order we know all the challenges. Um, so I hope we can, you know, finish on a strong note here. Did you consider Springsteen last night? I did, and I'm a Springsteen fan by virtue of being a sports writer. Every sports writer in America is a Springsteen fan. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm involved in a little project here. Did they play Rosalita? That's my favorite song. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yes. Played. Yeah. It's hard to say played all the hits because he's got 5,000. But yeah. It was it was amazing. It was it, it lived. Yeah, I wish you, I you know he's different than he once was, but it's two hours and forty five minutes. 
The band's great. The horn section was a huge improvement. The stage is enormous. Yeah. His voice was still uh, great timber. It was all worth it. And I had your credit card, so when I bought my ticket, I felt so much better. <laughs> I feel really uh, bad for you, Maui and then Springsteen. You're really living a <laughs> terrible life. It's tough to yeah. be me right now. It's tough. I've <laughs> been a very lucky you. stretch. No In fact, somebody, a, a frequent texter is saying uh, that Bruce was staying at the Four Seasons and may have just walked out in the last uh, 45 minutes. So um, he's playing in Milwaukee. I think it's tomorrow night. So makes some sense that he just hung out. Somebody's going to have to text him, where did Bruce eat last night? Because he must have ate somewhere. I'm guessing maybe one of Gavin Kaysen's places, right? Maybe yeah, I guess little... Gavin probably fed him. That would be my guess. Spoon and Stable, be... that's my guess. That's a pretty good guess. All right, man. We'll talk soon. All right, brother. See the, uh, the best, speaking of great at his job and a great human being, that is Chip Scoggins. Where is Joe Biden among our topics when we come back? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.